Lots of things to get to today for Wednesday, February 22nd. Today is Ash Wednesday, the start of Lent, the solemn 40-day period before the week of Easter. It represents the time in the Bible where uh, Jesus spent uh, time in the desert being tempted by Satan. Oh, and the uh, ash smudge that you might notice on some someone's forehead, uh, that represents death and repentance. So don't don't walk up to somebody today and say, hey, you got something on your forehead that's that's the ashes. Don't be that guy or girl. It's just like, hey, you got this thing on your head. Um, but with today being the first day of Lent, uh, are you giving something up for 40 days? How do you choose what you're going to give up? It's, uh, you know, whether it's your religion or you just say, hey, I'm going to do this because this is when... Everybody else is doing this, so maybe this will help me get rid of something. According to Twitter's Lent Tracker, yes, there's a Twitter Lent Tracker. Uh, These are the top things that people are giving up for Lent this year. Alcohol, social networking, chocolate, uh, sugar, meat, coffee, and sweets. So maybe you're giving up one or a few of those things. Good luck. If you need support. I can I can support you, uh, or I can take over. Uh, I can take some of those things off your hands, whether it be the sweets or the chocolate or the meats. I can help you out, get them out of your house. Today's also National Margarita Day. That's cruel for people, yeah. But if you want to have uh, a margarita today, you can. Uh, also, you could cook a sweet potato today because today is National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. Yes, I didn't come up with these holidays. Someone else did. But some useless knowledge about sweet potatoes. If you're a fan, on average, Americans eat about seven and a half pounds of sweet potatoes a year. Wow. And you might be going to the supermarket, of course, to pick up those sweet potatoes. Today is National Supermarket Employee Day, because of all those people that work hard, stocking shelves, um, they're hard workers, stocking shelves, scanning prices, doing all that stuff, working hard for you to get all the groceries that you need. We uh, we salute you. So high five to all the uh, supermarket employees. Shout out to my friends over at Rogers Foodland uh, and all the other uh, great grocery stores around this community as well. Uh, Today is also World Thinking Day, uh, which celebrates the joint birthdays of the founders of the Girls' Guide and Girl Scouts, Lord Robert Baden-Powell and his wife, the first chief guide, Lady Olive Baden-Powell. Uh, it's also the day for uh, girl, girl guides uh, to speak out about issues that affect them, fundraise for causes, Uh, that they care about and learn about uh, other countries and cultures. Uh, With the weather that we're having here in southwest Michigan, you might be getting uh, really excited for spring break. But don't get too excited when you're on spring break, like taking pictures and posting them on social media. Uh, Allstate Insurance actually warning spring breakers not to post those selfies because thieves will see them and then they'll know uh, that you're out of town. And it could lead to an increase in home burglaries. Uh, They say, uh, we get it. A vacation is exciting. And it's tempting to share that excitement on social media. 
Unfortunately, depending on the security settings of your social media accounts, uh, posting details about your vacation, also announce in a public forum that your home is empty, and in some cases for how long, who knows. Um, And maybe it's for the whole week, especially if you're like, I'm on spring break for the whole week. Yeah, that's a pretty telltale sign. Uh, So think twice before posting a picture of your plane tickets or your beach selfies and just wait until you get home for those. Just uh, a few tips for you. Don't want to, you know, it's even when you think of other things like Home Alone, when when they went on vacation, they weren't posting on social media. I know they didn't have social media in 1990, but hey, that's that's besides the fact. So just uh, be careful. When you're posting those selfies uh, with spring break. It's time now for Got Something to Say, where I talk to our friends and neighbors right here in southwest Michigan that are uh, doing some great things, whether they be uh, part of a nonprofit that has uh, programs or events or volunteer opportunities or anything like that. And want to put the word out to you. If you are either part of a church, theater, a nonprofit organization, and you say, hey, we got something coming up here that we really want to get the word out about. Hey, I'm the guy. Reach out to me. You can call me 925-WSJM. That's 925-9756. You can even call our office, 925-1111, and we'll get you connected that way. But an easy way is emailing let's talk at WSJM.com. That's let's talk at WSJM.com and let's talk because I know that you have got something to say. See what I did there? Got something to say is brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Mary Morphy. She's from Michigan Works. Hello, Mary. Hey, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Tell me a little about what what you guys do and you specifically, what you uh, keep yourself busy with over there at Michigan Works. Sure. So over at Michigan Works, we support individuals of all ages with everything from education to training and employment. And um, actually, Conexus Group is the parent organization of Michigan Works. And I work for Conexus Group. We have many different subsidiaries across the state doing similar work um, and leading initiatives for manufacturers, everything from youth and really centering around that employment piece. Yeah, it's really great. The the great work that you guys do. And yeah, we when we have our conversations, I learn so much and I'm sure a lot of other people do about all the things you guys do more than just, you know, finding somebody a job and, and doing a little bit of that. But it's all kinds of different aspects. But I understand Michigan Works actually uh, helped individuals of all ages with a number of things. We're going to talk today uh, about young people. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the opportunities you have for youth? Absolutely. Um, We understand that youth are the talent pipeline of the future. And so we have so many great opportunities to help youth. Um, Individuals who are 16 to 24 years old and living in Berrien, Cass and Van Buren counties have a lot of different things available to them that they may not know about through Michigan Works. Um, We know that there are many reasons why a lot of people and especially young people don't pursue their goals. There's a lot of barriers that stand in the way and we want to be that solution for those challenges that may be standing in their way. So um, a lot of those things are 
our basic needs, transportation, food, um, we can assist with childcare, but again, having that focus on employment, that end goal of sustainability. So education, training services, um, we can even help with work clothes. So if, you know, individuals are, are nervous for the employment process and may not have the clothing they need, we can assist with that. And we also help with paid work experiences. Wow, that's a lot of stuff uh, and certainly helpful to those young people, especially if that's, you know, maybe their first job. So uh, if I am somebody that's listening and maybe interested in some of this stuff, uh, how do I get started? What's my next step? Yeah, great question. So whether you're a parent that's listening and you think this is a great fit for your your child um, or you're someone who just thinks that this would be a great opportunity for you, we have a lot of different ways to engage with our team. Um, obviously, there's that face-to-face component. I know that has kind of you know gone away a little bit since COVID, but we're bringing it back. So individuals that want to meet with a member of our team can stop into any of our service centers. Uh, we have a, a headquarters at down, in downtown Benton Harbor there at 499 West Main Street. However, if you're someone that prefers that virtual aspect and maybe you don't you don't exactly know what you need assistance with, mm-hmm. you can visit us virtually. So on our website at miworks.org, we have a page that's dedicated to youth services. And that's miworks.org slash youth. Um, so if individuals visit that page, there's a form there where they can kind of put a laundry list of things in that they may need assistance with. And then a member of our team can help find the best solution for the individual. Yeah, there's a long list of stuff that you guys can help them with. And thinking back, do you do you remember your first job? <laughs> yes, actually, I do. I worked at Gotta Go Pottery and Hug and Stuff in downtown St. Joe. What was your first job? Actually working at the radio station. Was, really? It was my first, I would say, real, real job that uh, was, you know, had to pay taxes for and all that other stuff and real employment. I was doing all kinds of odds and ends things when I was in high school, but I was so busy with all kinds of different after school activities, sports and all that. So getting into the actual workforce, I didn't have really have a lot of opportunity and time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my first job was working at the radio station and now this will be my 17th year of doing this whole thing. See, that's what we're all about at Michigan Works. We're trying to find what is that thing that drives you that really is that career pathway for you. Obviously you found that pathway, but I cannot believe that was your first job. Yeah. My first real job. Yeah. It's weird. And a lot of people are like, really? That's Wow. <laughs> I mean, I had some other jobs here and there and did some other stuff, but uh, for for my real first job was talking on the radio. And, and you came back. And I'm still doing it and, and, <laughs> and still going. And I, I learned a lot and even did the, the radio stuff while I was going to school. So the, a lot of flexibility with that as well. So it, this is really awesome that you guys offer a lot of this stuff. And, and there may be a lot of young people that maybe are getting ready to start their first job or maybe have never applied for a job ever at all. What if I am somebody that you know is really new to this whole job stuff? That is no problem at all. Um, our team at Michigan Works is trained to help individuals really scrub up that resume, get their cover letter ready. And we even do some interview prep. So we do some mock interviews to get individuals comfortable with being interviewed. Um, For people that are not familiar with that, it can be rather intimidating. So um, aside from just the, the prep part, 
really a lot of the first steps are getting the education and training that you need to ultimately help you land that job or a paid work experience in a career field that you know, may interest them. So we do all of this and we also eliminate the barriers and challenges that stand in the way of becoming successful. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of employers out there that are looking for even somebody as young as 16 years old, because they know that there are kids out there that have the drive and maybe they just need a little bit of help uh, with, like you said, breaking down some of those other barriers of, hey, I'm 16, but I don't have a car yet. Uh, so I still want to be able to make money and have a job so that eventually maybe I can get a car. Uh, so having the ability to, to have transportation, but also that interview process. I think that is something that even going through and walking through with you guys uh, at Michigan Works to just learn that stuff and get those skills before they even start a job is something that is going to be so valuable uh, when they actually do get an interview and going through all that stuff. And, and a lot of things, like you said, have changed where yes. sometimes that first interview may not be where you just do it over the phone. I know I've had where I've had in phone interviews, I've had in person, but now it's, oh, just like what we're doing right now, jumping on Zoom real quick and, and doing an interview like that. So <laughs> being able to think on your feet and do all those things and answer those questions that uh, a lot of those interviewers and employers are looking for, those things are very valuable to practice a lot of that stuff, much like they're, they're practicing their music, they're practicing their sports. Mm -hmm. You got to practice the job skills as well. Yeah, there's the the con conversation out there about the hard skills versus the soft skills. Yep. And the hard skills are the things we can arm you with. We can arm you with education and training and really get you those tangible things that you need to do the job. But it's the soft skills that individuals may not even, maybe it's a knowledge gap that they're not aware that they, they don't, you know, shake their hand or maybe it's a, keep eye contact when you're interviewing. Mm -hmm. um, those are the soft skills of the showing up on time that, that we can really assist individuals with in preparation for an interview, an interview panel, a work experience, an apprenticeship, um, you name it. Yeah, because that stuff can be uh, pretty gut-wrenching and, and make you pretty nervous when you go through that stuff. I still get nervous yes. when I have to go through interviews or uh, re any re work reviews and things like that sometimes can make people nervous. So being able to to practice that stuff and break down those barriers. Uh, Mary, <laughs> if we want to talk with you guys uh, even about this stuff and, you know, maybe... Is there, a, is there a texting feature? Because I know there's a lot of young kids that don't actually use their phone for talking. Can they text you if they wanted to? Well, we have the Michigan Works Facebook page. Mm. And so a lot of, I know we, we have a lot of young people that reach out to us through our Michigan Works yeah. page, our Michigan Works Bearing Cast Van Buren Facebook page, or our Twitter page. Those are great options. But there is a chat feature also on our website. So mm. on miworks.org. There's a little tiny thing at the bottom right-hand corner that you click on and you can just chat away with our team. Um, that's the most similar thing we've got to texting sure. right now, but it's it's great. That's really cool. And again, what's that direct link if I want to find more information and kind of get that process started? It's miworks.org slash youth. Awesome. And then the address one more time? 499 West Main Street in downtown Benton Harbor. It's located right by the Roku headquarters there um, over by the roundabout. Yeah. 
Yeah, great place to to stop in and learn about all of these things and and many other things. Check out the website for all the other things you need to know about Michigan Works. But Mary, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us and and talk about some of the great things you guys are doing at Michigan Works. Hey, thanks for having me, Johnny. And if you're part of an organization that you have something going on that's uh, maybe a program or volunteer opportunity for someone, reach out. Uh, I want to get the word out to as many people as possible. Uh, that's why we do this. We want to we want to help you um, get people to show up, to volunteer, to your event, to maybe raise some funds for your organization, anything like that. Feel free to reach out. You can always email let's talk at wsjm.com or call me 925-WSJM. But you can also, while you're at wsjm.com and the WSJM app, uh, download the podcast for uh, Got Something to Say. You can listen there. You can also listen to Got Something to Say in the afternoon at 5.30, After News with Andrew Green. And it's all brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Jocelyn, have you ever been on the WSJM app? Of course. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. There uh, is. Podcasts. It's one of my favorite apps. Videos. You're totally lying, aren't you? No, not at all. <laughs> you've been on it because I've got it on my phone, so you've seen it. I have it on my yeah. phone. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. Because everybody should have it on their phone and their tablet and all of their other smart devices. Because You ain't cool until you get the app. Exactly. Uh, speaking of something cool, uh, you have been doing some uh, just, uh, I wouldn't even say home improvement. It's just some freshening up and uh, moving some things around and redecorating, I guess, in the house. Uh, you repainted almost the entire living room. Correct. Uh, we've done some other little minor things, but you just uh, rearranged some pictures. Mm -hmm. And you got something that, that I think is really, really cool. Thank you. This this thing is, as adults now, we we get excited about the little things. And you got, uh, well, tell me what it is. It's You just got it, and it's right there, right around the corner, and it's above one of our, our paintings that we have. It is a gallery light. A gallery light, it okay. It is um, um, dimmable with three different settings. There's a, a timer on it. Battery-powered, uh, remote-control-operated, rechargeable. Ooh. And it's a magnet, so you can remove it if you needed to see something in the dark, like if we had a power outage or something. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and it's gold, and I just adore it, and I think I'm going to buy two more. I think we should, because yeah. I think it is important, as you mentioned, power outages, because people should always have flashlights and other things, so they're prepared. That's the age we're at now? Yeah. yeah. You got to be prepared for that stuff because you never know when the power is going to go out or there's going to be a storm or something like that. But, you know, I always wondered this. Why is it when a storm happens uh, or a storm is going to happen, mm -hmm. you go to the grocery store and what are the three things that are always missing? Milk, eggs, and bread. Milk, eggs, and bread. Okay, so there's a storm coming, and you go and you buy milk, eggs, and bread. What what are you making with milk, eggs, and bread? So the first thing that comes to my mind is French toast. Okay. A, I don't like French toast. B, if the power goes out, how are you going to make said French toast? Right, and your milk is going to go bad. Right. Your well, eggs. I mean, unless it's winter in Michigan, but 
but I don't. Why? What is the bread? The bread eggs. I mean, okay, milk for cereal, bread for sandwiches, and eggs yeah. for souffle. Maybe, I, why? Uh, why? Yeah. It, somebody needs to call because uh, why those three things? Explain that to us, or you can send us a message on uh, social media. I know a lot of people that listen to this fine award-winning program, so we'll usually comment that way as well. But yeah, why is it the milk, eggs, and bread? Why those three things? They're, I guess because they're staples, but like you mentioned, if the power is out, you really can't use those to their fullest ability. And, you know, we don't have kids, so maybe our um, our list is different. I mean, we always make sure we have coffee. Yep. Um, snacks. Gotta have snacks. Um, I can't really. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. I know you always make sure you have, like, Jelly beans or gummy bears yep. or something. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is we don't drink milk. We'll drink right. like uh, oat milk or some sort of plant-based milk. Uh, we make sandwiches and stuff like that, but not... But that's not, not my first thought. Like, no. If, if we're going to get snowed in for days, my first thought is, man, I hope we don't run out of coffee. Oh, and man. we don't. You know, we buy... Gonna have to make a whole loaf of French toast, guys. Yeah. Power's going to go out. I got to have my French toast. Get the powdered sugar... Uh, throw some syrup on there. Mm. I'm not a fan. A, not a fan of, of French toast? No, I'm not. Well, then you'll never survive in, in a storm situation. <laughs> no apocalypse in Michigan. <laughs> I'll oh, just be drinking coffee. French time. toast for everybody, the whole block. Oh, Jocelyn doesn't want any. I guess she's not invited to the block party. I mean, I guess if you start a fire in your backyard, you can still make French toast. Yeah. In the snowstorm. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so what would be your, besides coffee, what would be one of your other, or your other two things that you would go grab at the grocery store? Candles? I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking grocery. Um, okay. Uh, white cheddar popcorn. Okay. Um, some I, sort of snack. yogurt. Get, get some yogurt. No. <laughs> I, creamer I, for your coffee. Yeah, I guess Probably. creamer for coffee. Yeah, I think I think we'd be all right. Yeah, I, I mean, we have a pretty stocked pantry, anyways. You know, I'm you know turning into my grandmother with. Why wouldn't you go with like something that you would be okay with if you didn't have power? Right, with I making mean, like beans or something. Well, I guess apples. You know, bananas. Yeah, some sort of fruit, something something edible. Granola bars, like granola bars, would probably be the first thing I would go for. I just don't get the eggs, bread, and milk thing. Oh. Yeah, we don't have to prepare for any storms or any disasters anytime soon that we know of. But I guess that's the question. Besides milk, eggs, and bread, what would be your three essential things that you would grab if a storm ever happened? Feel free to let us know. You can call 925-WSJM or comment on our Facebook page as well. We've been looking up in the sky quite a lot lately from... Uh, seeing meteor showers or uh, the, the spy balloons or <laughs> uh, also Starlink. Uh, that's been a big thing that a lot of people have been looking up in the sky. Uh, the other day, actually, I was just looking up in the sky and taking pictures. And then my neighbor was like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing over there? What's up in the sky? Well, that's uh, something you got to watch out for. Uh, that's, I think uh, there's going to be another Starlink sighting at some point. Uh, this is not Starlink. This is actually um, meteors that were sighted in in the area. Well, actually not in the area, in the world. Three major meteor sightings in one week. Uh, three epic ones, they say. 
crash to the earth. One in France, another in Italy. And then there were uh, ones that were a thousand pieces of meteorites that plopped down uh, into Texas. It lit up the night sky last Wednesday and felt like an earthquake. It zoomed into the atmosphere at 27,000 miles an hour and released energy equivalent to eight tons of TNT. Pretty cool. Uh, Now, the American Meteor Society says that they found chunks of it on a farm near um, the Mexico border uh, south of Corpus Christi. And no, it's not a sign of aliens. Uh, It's just a cool coincidence that something like that is happening. So pretty neat uh, to have stuff like that. I mean, I, I was always, I've always been interested in space and the stars and the planets and all that stuff. Actually, when I was a kid, I actually wanted to uh, go to uh, be part of NASA. I even had a NASA patch that my mom ironed onto a, a blue polo. So it looked official, like I was part of the NASA team. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't know if I still have that. I might have it in a box somewhere. But speaking of space and studying that, there's a company in Japan launching balloon tours to space. And you don't need to be a billionaire to go. Starting uh, later this year, passengers can fly uh, in an airtight two-seat cabin attached to a helium balloon that gently rises 80,000 feet where you can see the, uh, the darkness and the curvature of the Earth. And ro- uh, round trips will take uh, about four hours, and it'll only cost you about 180 bucks, or 180 grand, that is. Uh, they're hoping to get it down to fifteen to $20,000 by next year. I was hoping it was like 180 bucks. That would be nice. Just, just put me in a balloon and put me up in the air. That would be nice. I don't think you could really afford... Uh, to do it on the cheap because I don't think I would trust that where somebody's just like, just just put this uh, oxygen tank on and uh, let me just let this balloon go. I'll just get a whole bunch of balloons uh, for a birthday party, a bunch of helium balloons, and let you go kind of like up. But uh, I hope that it's a little bit, gets to a little bit more affordable. You know, 15, 20,000, that's cool. But if we could get it down to like a couple hundred bucks, that'd be great. And some of you, uh, if you're teachers or kids, you probably had uh, the day off today. Wouldn't it be nice to have maybe a Wednesday or even a Friday off on a regular basis? The talk of a four-day work week is still going on. A study from the University of Cambridge uh, studied a bunch of companies that implemented that four-day work week found that working four days instead of five not only makes employees happy, but it also helps the company's bottom line. So think about that, all you business owners and uh, CEOs. According to this study, that one day or 20% of the weekly work hours led to employees taking 65% fewer sick days and 57% fewer employees quitting. Now, the four-day work week also resulted in 71% uh, of workers being less likely to feel burned out, and 39% will feel uh, less stressed out as well. Researchers found that company revenue also increased with the shortened work week, and of the 61 companies they studied over in the UK, 
that took part in this pilot program, 92% of them say that they plan to keep their four-day work week. Now, of course, a lot of people have been trying to push this through and make this happen. I mean, no other countries, I think Sweden, I think, was another country that decided to pretty much across all uh, workplaces across the country, they said, no, this is what we're doing, four-day work week. So is it, question for you, is it four 10-hour work days then? And then you just, you get the rest of the, whether it be, you know, you work Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, Friday, and then you work 10 hours a day instead of the eight. Because, of course, it, I mean, if you work only four days a week, it will help the company uh, revenue because you'd work eight less hours and eight less hours for each employee. You're going to save companies a lot of money. But if you do four tens and then you get, say, Friday or Wednesday or one of those days off, and that's my only question. How, how's that? How's that part work? But I, I mean, obviously, I'm on board for four day work week if that can make everything work because, well, it's going to make people happy, make company more money. Hey, sign me up for that. That's great. Uh, but not sure uh, if any of these businesses around. I, I haven't heard of any businesses around Southwest Michigan or uh, even the United States that have implemented this. But maybe, just maybe, we could get some companies to to get on board. I know my boss listens to this fine award-winning program. I don't think I convinced him at all. So we'll, we'll see. I'll find out later on today when I head into work. And this is where I like to tell you about some of those stories that you'll find with your Moody on the Market update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. And this one comes from Moody on the Market contributor, Jocelyn Dzinski. It's been three years since the last in-person auction was held for Our Lady of the Lake Catholic School in St. Joseph. And they're ready to see you on Friday, April 28th, 2023. They'll present the scene silent auction to the public with a ticketed live auction and dinner taking place the following evening, Saturday, April 29th. This year's auction's theme is A Weekend at the Lake. Though this uh, scene or strong Catholic education needs everyone event is still two months away, uh, Tracy Gianola tells us uh, and the entire rest of the committee, they're gearing up and getting ready for the community for this long-awaited auction. Previous years uh, have featured a whopping 700 items up for bid and a collection of that size. Take some time to get ready. And procured. All the funds raised go directly into our school system and are used for education, athletics, and the like. That's what Tracy tells us. Uh, this items, the items that we auction, include a little bit of everything from our local businesses, like gift cards, gift baskets, experiences, artwork, appliances, workout classes, and more. Now, Scene will accept donations until April t- April tenth. And they, if you want to do some donations, you can contact Tracy directly. We've got her uh, phone number as well as her email right there uh, when you check out the story. If you'd like to submit some of those items. Among item donations, businesses are also able to purchase ads to help support the fundraiser. Ads will be visible on every page of the auction site and placement uh, varies by price. 
Now, this year's auction will differ uh, slightly from previous years as bidding for the silent auction will be held online through their One Cause Auction website. The live auction will happen Saturday, will require bidders to be present. As donations pour in over the next few weeks and we inch nearer to the auction dates, keep an eye out for an update when the auction site goes live. We'll let you know and you can find out more about Our Lady of the Lake at lmclakers.org and check out that full story and get a hold of uh, of the, the team of uh, Scene if you'd like and get a hold of Tracy directly. If you'd like to donate something, you can find all those links and more when you check out that full story by Moody on the Market contributor Jocelyn Dzinski at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. And when you're on the go and you want to know, you got the Moody on the Market app. Your Moody on the Market update is brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.